the magic number for the Mariners to clinch the AL West is 32. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, Locked On Diamondbacks, and eventually Locked On Mariners crossover. Oh boy, this is going to be quite an all you can eat buffet here. Every week, this is the podcast we talk about all of Major League Baseball. I bring in my fellow guests. Hey, once a week, I bring in as a special guest star sitting right over there is Miller Thomas host of the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. You can follow me on all your podcasting platforms. Hit subscribe on Locked on Diamondbacks. And also please hit me with a little follow button on Twitter at careertimes24 for the personal account or look up Locked on Diamondbacks both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And I am Paul Francis Sullivan. You can call me Sully. I am the host of the Locked on MLB podcast. And Millard and I are going to be talking here in segment one. Uh, and on Locked on MLB segments two and three, I'm talking with Ty Dane Gonzalez of Locked on Mariners. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Mariners and the fact that they're in first place all by themselves. Follow our show at Locked on MLB Pods on Twitter or whatever the hell it's called now. And Instagram, I'm your pal Sly. I'm at Sly Baseball on Twitter, Sly Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And please subscribe. Please hit the like button. And uh, also when you send out the trivia question answers, post it here on YouTube or on Twitter or again, I'm not good at branding. I don't know what it's called. Hey, uh, the last one, the last trivia question we got, a couple of people uh, answered it uh, pretty specifically. Uh, Amy Green, AJG1423, answered it correctly. The question was, the Yankees have won 27 World Series titles. All but two of them were won with a pitcher getting the final out. One of them ended on a wild pitch with a runner scored on a wild pitch. But only one out of the 27 Yankee World Series titles was won with a walk-off hit. What Yankee legend, whose number is retired in Monument Park, is the only person to hit a walk-off hit to clinch the World Series for the Yankees? Do you know who it is, Millard? Which nope. Yankee legend? Throw a Yankee legend out. A-Rod. Yeah, Alex Rodriguez's number is the only one not in Monument uh, Park right now. Uh, the answer is Billy Martin. Billy Martin ended the 1953 World Series with a base hit up the middle and later went on to manage the Yankees to back-to-back pennants in 1976 and winning it all as the manager in 1977. Came back and forth, was hired for the 79 se- season, fired, hired for the 83 season, was promoted to the vice president. Uh, then they fired Yogi Bear. He was brought back. And then they sent Billy to the broadcast booth. They brought him back as a manager for 88, fired him. And he was on the verge of coming back to manage the 1990 Yankees when he died in a car crash on mm. Christmas Eve. So there you go. It was a New yeah. Year's Eve. Well, it was some Eve. But Billy Martin is the answer to that. A man who is a never-ending source of fascination of mine. I've only read three biographies of him all right uh but he briefly 
Actually, no, not briefly. A couple of times. He managed the AL West champions. He managed the Minnesota Twins to the ALCS in 1969. He managed the Oakland A's to the ALCS in 1981. Billy bounced around a lot. But the AL West is who we're talking about a little bit right now. Um, man, it doesn't get any tighter than it is. And three thrilling games took place. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez and Julio Rodriguez each homered. And even though the Royals got a two-run home run, who the hell hit the two-run home run? Um, Velasquez of Kansas City hit a two-run home run to make it 3-2. to two. In the end, Luis Castillo did get the win. The Seattle Mariners got the win themselves. The Houston Astros, who earlier in this weekend had a no-hitter going in through seven, the bullpen blew the no-hitter, the shutout, and eventually the win. I think the Astros have dusted themselves off as they won 17-4 to in Detroit today. There was a very nice moment as Justin Verlander gave a little hat tip to Miguel Cabrera as the two future Hall of Famers were teammates for many, many years in Detroit, including two trips to the World Series, 2006 and 2012. Both of them are going to the Hall of Fame. Both of them have won the MVP as members of the Tigers. And it was a nice moment, and Verlander wound up uh, getting the victory there. With that, the I don't know if you saw what happened between the Minnesota Twins and the Texas Rangers, but holy weirdness was that a strange game. The Rangers had a pretty big lead going late in the game, and then there was a grand slam by who – so who hit it? on? It was uh, Royce Lewis hit a grand slam for Minnesota. Aroldis Chapman came in to close out the game in the ninth, and he did what he does best, which is he blew the save. And the game went into, despite having the ghost runner, went into the 12th inning. Rangers took the lead. Twins tied it up. And then in the 13th inning, oh, man, the Rangers were all out of pitchers, basically. And some they brought in some poor schmuck. And I'm sorry, Brad Patrick, but I am unfamiliar with the resume of Jonathan Hernandez, but uh, he could not throw a strike. And he lost the game in the stupidest way possible, which is a bases loaded walk. At that point, just lob it down the heart of the plate. Two outs, bases loaded walk, lob it down the heart of the plate. Because if he hits a grand slam, you tip your hat. But you've got, if you don't throw a strike, the game's over. And that's what happened. And if the Rangers lose the division by one game, remember this game. But with that, the Mariners, who are not even the third wildcard team on the 17th of August, on the 27th of August, are in first place by themselves. Who would have thought it? Well, you, Sully Baseball, because you predicted not too long ago that maybe the Mariners were going to get hot and take this division, and now it's in play for the Mariners to win the AL West. And if you want to pick an MVP during this hot stretch, because if you look at the Mariners' last 10 games, they're 9-1. and If you need to pick an MVP for the month of August for the Mariners, it's clearly the reigning AL Rookie of the Year, 
Julio oh, yeah. Rodriguez, who is batting yeah. over 400 in the month of August with over 1,100 OPS. And now if you look at his slash line, because if you remember at the All-Star break, we were like, Julio's having like an all right season, but definitely a, a regression coming off the rookie season. We expected a step forward, and he kind of just stayed the same and maybe even taken a step back. But now you look at his numbers, he's batting 280 on the season with over 800 OPS. He's going to have nearly 30 home runs and like 40 stolen bases. And he's going to end up having an incredible season, maybe even play his win to get in some MVP votes. So what the Mariners are doing is absolutely incredible. And then for the Rangers, they hit this major wall as we've entered the month of August. Eight game losing streak. Eight game losing streak. We just talked about the Mariners 9-1 in their last 10. The Rangers are 1-9 in their last 10 flip. And it's weird because the trade deadline has been good for the Rangers. Max Scherzer has a 2-6 ERA post, uh, you know, during his time with Texas. Jordan Montgomery, I saw him firsthand against the D-backs this past week. He was phenomenal over the course of eight innings or whatever. So it's like the Rangers' post-deadline moves have worked. The, the rotation has been bolstered up, but they've hit in this wall. The offense has not been as good. Josh Young has also gotten hurt, which has, uh, you know, hurt the Rangers of course and then the Astros have just kind of lurked their way this whole time they haven't really gone too hot but they also haven't fallen back either they've just kind of been lurking and they're also the team that I want to watch out for because as hot as the Mariners have been as cold as the Rangers have been I don't want to overlook the Astros the team lurking in that ALF I would say later in the show we talked to Ty Dane Gonzalez of Locked On Mariners who talked about exactly that about the fact Mm -hmm. that there is no front runner in the American League right now. It's not the Twins. It's not the Rangers. The injury to Bautista means it's not really the Orioles anymore because that's their great strength. Yeah. And then makes the Astros very dangerous because they've been there and they've also done that. And so if there's any team that could turn that switch on the way that some other teams have done recently, we talk about that later. So that's a little, little preview for later in the show. But the AL West has just put the, the tightness of this AL West, there is a scenario where the Rangers and the Astros may not make it out of the wild card series. And in a way, this kind of reminds me of in 2014, around the All-Star break, the A's had the best record in the American League and their arch rival in the postseason were the Tigers, who had eliminated the A's the previous two seasons. And both teams went into the all-star went into the trade deadline making massive moves. The A's traded Cespedes for John Lester and they also traded for Jeff Smarza. They brought in two all-star starters. The Tigers brought in David Price and it really just felt like those teams were building up for a postseason showdown in 2014. And what happened? Both teams were a bust the second half of the season. The A's lost a thrilling wild card game to the Kansas City Royals, the Tigers got swept by Baltimore. So the two teams that looked like they were getting ready for an ALCS showdown combined for zero postseason wins and were totally forgotten they're even in the postseason by the time the World Series kicked around. When we went into the trade deadline this year, it looked like it was going to be a rootin' tootin' Texas showdown with the Rangers picking up Max Scherzer and picking up Montgomery. The Astros picked up Verlander, and it's like, oh, my God. And compared to the wild card teams and the AL East teams, oh, my God, it's going to be a Texas shootout. Boom, 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 boom. And now we look up, and it's the, 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 the bullpen for the Rangers has been an absolute catastrophe. And do you know what the uh, Mariners record is in August? They're 19 and five. And they were 17 and nine in July. 
since the beginning of July, no one's been better in the AL than the Seattle Mariners. And they've pitched there and the two Texas teams, which looked like they were the the the, the favorites, have fallen flat on their face. Yeah, fun question for you because as it currently stands, I think if you had to pick an American League division to represent the conference, I think I'm picking the AL West to send one of their yeah. teams to the World Series over, even though the Tampa Bay Rays and Baltimore Orioles have been pacing in terms of wins over like every other team in the American League. I don't feel, especially with that injury to the bullpen, the Rays always feel like a regular season team. I think I like the three teams in the AL West over any other team in the other divisions we, to represent the American Well, League. you and Ty Dan Gonzalez are in perfect sync. We talk about that a lot. Oh, really? That's, okay. a nice, that's a nice... Uh, nice horizontal tease. Is that a horizontal or vertical tease? Either way, it's a tease for later on this episode where we do break down why the AL West is the team to beat. Hey, as promised, Ty Dan Gonzalez from Locked On Mariners is here. And look at Ty, have you ever been in a crunch money-wise, like you suddenly find yourself with bills that are coming at you or you say, oh my God, I am making money but I, I i need a little extra dough right now yeah and if only i had a way to find some help on that front oh here is why you coming in right now is so fortuitous look at dave you know dave 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 can make managing your money so much easier with an interest-free extra cash advance fee-free goal tracking and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money, Dave is a banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. And when you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest, then settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your tank, finally get your car repaired or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up online. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the app. For terms and conditions, Easy for you to say, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria, instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve member FDIC. Well, for a while, I thought the Mariners are going to have to contact Dave and get a little bit of a cash advance and maybe see if they can throw some money into some trades because of the trade deadline coming about. I thought, well, the Mariners are going to be sellers. The Mariners are not sellers. And Ty Dane Gonzalez, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank um, you for having me. I, as you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Mariners. I would love to see the lone team that has never appeared in a World Series to finally get to the World Series. Mm-hmm. And this was a team that had a losing record in June. Um, they looked like they were going to be one of the worst teams in the American League. And I thought Scott Service should have been updating his LinkedIn account and looking for a new gig. And I was saying, well, who could they trade? And, well, at least they got to play the All-Star game in Seattle. And the turnaround that Mm -hmm. this team went on was so 
fast. I mean, beyond the fact that it's been a you know a massive turnaround, it was so fast. I mean, look at I, I mentioned this that they are twenty games over five hundred since the start of July. Yeah, I mean that's unbelievable. It's pretty awesome. How did it happen? Other than Julio Rodriguez hitting everything in sight. Well, yeah, that's a big part of it, right? Because he had a uh, major letdown of the first half. He was still good, but he wasn't the guy we were all hoping he would be. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez had basically been a league average hitter at best for most of the first half. Uh, Cal Raleigh didn't really take the step forward that he needed to, and also injuries were mounting up. But yet, despite all of that, they were still a 500 ball club, which... I think is a testament to how talented this ball club really is. And now we're seeing that finally come to fruition now that they're healthy, now that Julio is hitting the way that he should be hitting, now that Cal Raleigh is taking a step forward, now that Tay Oscar has been better than league average. Yeah. Um, JP Crawford continues to have a career year at the plate. All of these things are happening at once. And obviously, this pitching staff is one of the best in baseball. This uh, rotation is one of the best in baseball. So when you put all of that together, we're finally seeing what the result of that is. And they have the kind of they have the kind of pitching staff that again when we're going to get in segment three to a little bit about the playoff implication of all this I just want to focus on the resurrection of this team. Um, they have the kind of pitching staff that isn't leaning on one you know massive pitcher in the middle of it. You know Kirby's had a good year. Castillo's had a good year. Gilbert's had a good year. Uh, Wu has had some good starts. Miller's had some good starts. They traded their freaking closer and got better. I mean, that doesn't happen often. But you take a look at the fact that I just rattled off right now about four or five pitchers who are good. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them are on the are going to win the Cy Young Award, but they're all good. And one of the things that we have seen over the last few years, that pitching depth is the name of the freaking game. And, like, if you told me they were going to be having a, you know, they were going to trade their closer and Marco Gonzalez would not only be uh, injured but a non-factor when he was healthy, uh, I would assume this would be a terrible pitching staff. Uh, I, I disagree with that because, I mean, Castillo obviously, you know, had a great year last year, especially after coming to Seattle. George Kirby has been an absolute revelation. He's been fantastic. You think about mm-hmm. his performance in game three of the ALDS last year. That to me yeah. showed like he has the stuff to be a Cy Young candidate. I even put money on him to win okay. Cy Young this year. Uh, and he's been really good. He's had some amazing starts this year. That's the thing really about this rotation is that Castillo Kirby and Gilbert those are the X factors heading into October for this team because those three guys while they might not be the best starting pitchers in baseball right now as a whole across the board they can go toe-to-toe with anybody's ace right at any given time they can go they can go seven innings one and run or scoreless they can go I mean they've had a couple of complete game shutouts this year as well from those guys like they can do all of that against good teams too uh, before we get into the playoff, because I do want to talk about, um, you know, matching, you know, matching up in the American League West. But mm. uh, you, would you start Castillo game one in a, in a playoff series? Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's going to be very uh, important what happens here at the end of the season. Uh, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on here. So we'll see how things just kind of fall. Uh, but yeah, it would be Castillo one. But I would also I would feel more than comfortable with Kirby or Gilbert getting the ball in that in those games as well. 
Which hitter's turnaround do you think has been the big? I mean, obviously, Julio Rodriguez went from being a, well, he's on the all-star team, but I guess it's because he's a fan favorite to he's in the, you know, he's obviously like the hottest hitter on earth. Yeah. Yeah, He's obviously not going to win the MVP because his name is not Shohei Otani. But um, I look up and I saw like, I've been catching a couple of the Mariners games recently just because I find them to be a very fun team to watch. And you look up and I see, you know, Suarez gets a huge hit. Yep. You know, Mike Ford gets a big hit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, you get a bunch of players who aren't necessarily uh, on the short list of like a potential all-star appearance, but they're always, you know, J.P. Crawford's name is always coming up in a big rally. You know, not not always as the, you know, driving them in, but it's like, and Crawford scored on the play too. Mm-hmm. Who is the one hitter that you think is that, that, not the star, but that kind of proverbial spark plug on this team right now. Well, for the last month, it's been Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been Cal Raleigh. I mean, Cal Raleigh from the left-handed side of the plate is one of the most fun hitters I've watched in a very long time. Uh, right. He's been hitting absolutely out of his mind for the last uh, month plus. Uh, but yeah, Teoscar, I mean, that's been huge because they, again, they were getting at best league average production out of him for the you know first few months of the season. And that's not at all what they were hoping for when they acquired him. They thought that he was going to be a major, major part of this. And now he he kind of has been. For the last month, he's been one of the most valuable outfielders in all of baseball. I'll give you another name here. It's Josh Rojas, who yes. they acquired in that uh, Paul Seawald trade. They mm-hmm. were getting absolutely nothing out of their second base position. And right. he has made a couple of changes since coming over. His first few games in the Mariners uniform did not go well. But since then, he's been one of the hottest hitters in baseball. He's hitting home I, runs. He's hitting mm-hmm. for doubles power. Like, you're getting a lot of production out of a, out of a spot that you were getting nothing from. For most I was going to, yeah, I was going to bring up Rojas because for you know, a big chunk of the season, Colton Wong was there. And mm-hmm. he did. Yep. And Wong was, was, you know, he was terrible, like one he, of the worst players in baseball. Right. I mean, that was a that was that was a black hole of production. And mm-hmm. that, by the way, is a great example of sometimes the best trades are not the acquisition of the big, huge superstar. But it's and, and I've called this the 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 Eddie Rosario situation that you mm-hmm. have a hole, fill it with a major leaguer. And if you fill the hole with a major leaguer, that's exactly what Seattle did. They were getting, they were, I mean, they called me up to see if I could play second base. I mean, they got that bad. And then you put in Rojas. Now, when that trade was made, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh my God, do you remember where you were and what you were doing when they acquired Rojas from the Arizona Diamondbacks? But that turned out to be a phenomenal trade because you were getting horrible production. And even if he gave you okay production, mm-hmm. okay is better than horrible. It's a significant upgrade. And yeah, now he's he's playing very, very well. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. And mm-hmm. and is that kind of spark plug, as I mentioned, kind of like Crawford, where he's always in the middle of these rallies, as opposed right. to Wong, who was Debbie Downer in that lineup. I mean, you when you go from yikes to, hey, pretty good, yeah. Again, it's not the acquiring of it's not always the Juan Soto acquisitions. It was the the Giants when they acquired Marco Scudero, one of the years they won the World Series, mm-hmm. was the biggest trade of that trade deadline and no one knew it at the time. Or or Eddie Rosario who I mentioned, Eddie Rosario and Jorge Soler. Mm-hmm. Nobody was like no one was like thinking that was going to be seismic. It turned out to be. 
What yeah. I'm saying is I hope he's the, because the, those teams won the World Series. So I'm hoping Rojas is that for the Mariners. Yeah, I mean, so far, so good. Yeah. yeah. Another guy that I would like to mention real quick, you know, Jared Kelnick obviously hurt his foot kicking a Gatorade cooler, or whatever right. it was. Uh, and, and at that point, you know, you think, especially with the way that the team was playing at that time, it was like, all right, it's over. You know, it's, it's, it's over. But Cade Marlowe has come up and he's been electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing with him is that he's been able to hit some tough lefties too. He had a big triple against Fran Valdez a couple of weeks ago. He had a big triple against Andrew Chafin a couple of weeks ago. The, the fact that he's able to hit both sides uh, has been amazing. And he's been able to fill that, that, that hole uh, amazingly. And also Jose Caballero and Dylan Moore, what they were able to do while JP Crawford was out. Everyone's contributing right now. That's, right. that's really the thing with this is that there isn't a blight on this roster at the moment. And that's a big reason we're going to talk about this upcoming segment, why I think the Mariners have put themselves in a great position, especially if they can hang on and win that division. But first, I think the other day it would have been great if I went to sleeper and you know, boosted up my pick for uh, Teoscar Hernandez when he hit, like, what, he hit a grand slam and a two-run two homer, I think it was, or, like, you know, if you got Josh Rojas when you picked him up, yeah, he's got to hit more hits than you're expecting. You know, if you went over to Sleeper, I got my I got my Sleeper app right there, as you can tell right there, I'd be saying, yeah, hey, Teoscar, let's go. <laughs> Imagine someone would keep uh, boosting up Julio Rodriguez. Oh, no, 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 no. The heats yeah. keep on coming. The hits just keep on coming. And tell you what, if you think Rodriguez or Teoscar Hernandez are going to hit a home run today or get the big hit, well, you go to Sleeper and you could swing for the fences with 100-time payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like. We just gave you Teoscar and Julio Rodriguez. I hate the name J-Rod. I know he likes that. I don't like that nickname. Uh, and select more more or less in their stock categories. Always pick more with them on categories like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right. You're going to win big. And do you want to got more stack categories to place contests on? That's easy for you to say. Home runs, triples, stolen bases, dynamic payouts are live. And what are they? Are you about to ask? In short, each player projects now has a multiplier attached to it, as opposed to preset multipliers based on number of legs in the contest. With dynamic payouts, also comes more stat categories to place contests on. You get higher payouts than other apps with fewer picks. Use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. But hey, good news, it's currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper when? Check it out today. Now, again, full disclosure, we're recording this before the Mariners game. So uh, worst case, that, boy, boy, let's go back. Let's be Superman and spin the world back a month and a half. If I said the worst case scenario going into August 28th, the last week of August, Worst case scenario for the Mariners is there'll be one game out of first place. I mean, that's that's if everything goes wrong today. Yeah. And that's that's pretty amazing. Now, so 
Um, and they're and they're going to be playing Oakland, which again I'm always big on saying never circle a, a game on the calendar because you never know a team could you know get up for the and remember the A's swept Tampa earlier this year. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, I feel pretty good. There, there's I, a good yeah. opportunity here to. There's to a good opportunity. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. we're recording this, by the way. Um, the, the twins have come storming back and it's five, four, uh, Rangers twins. So again, you're all listening to this in the future. So you know, what's going to happen and that, you know, what happened in the Mariner game. But the fact of the matter is everything, if, if the doors fall off the dump, there'll only be one game back on the 20th day of August, which is not where we, we thought they were even two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing, right? It's like they've they've won eight games in a row twice this right. month, which is the first time any team has done that in a calendar month in like 40 years. I think it was the 1980 Orioles were the last team to do that. Yeah. And that coincides with the Rangers losing eight in a row before well, yesterday. Yeah, so, that, that's a that's a big thing that yeah. the and, and again, and that's not a small thing that you've seen situation where teams have had long losing streaks in first place and they've been able to absorb it because mm-hmm. other teams didn't go on the winning streak along with that. I keep track of something called the summer score, which is I keep track of the number of days a team has been in a playoff spot mm-hmm. since Memorial Day. Before Memorial Day, it's just ridiculous to keep track of that. But after Memorial Day, about a third of the season, I keep track of it. And starting, you know, with that as my starting point, the Mariners didn't even get to a playoff spot until a week ago. Yeah. On August on August 18th was the first day that they got the third wild card spot where they hung on. They're hanging on to the the rudder of the helicopter as it's taking off, you know, and and now they're in a position where not only could they be a wild card team, but you're seeing their holes in Texas. You're seeing, the, especially with their bullpen, you're seeing that there's vulnerability with Houston. The Mariners could win the division, mm-hmm. skip the the wild card series, line up their rotation, everything the way they want, have home field advantage, and look at this American League. There is no front runner. There is, I mean, there are two front runners in the National League. The Braves and the Dodgers are the front runners. Yeah. Yep. There's. Every team in the American League has it, it has a shot, and it's really about who is going to be the hottest team. And when you look at the depth that the Mariners have and the fact that they don't rely on just one player, mm-hmm. I think – and when you think the best – the best, the MVP of the American League is not making the playoffs, and chances are the Cy Young Award winner is going to be Garrett Cole, they're not going to make the playoffs. So it's not going to be a star-studded postseason – Nope. I've never seen the waves part in a way for the Mariners to think maybe we can win the pennant this year. Well, and I think you can make a very strong argument that they're the most well-balanced team mm-hmm. going into everything because obviously pitching is the most important thing here. And, you know, I look at the Orioles who are the best team in the American league by record right now. And they just like lost it. arguably their, their greatest weapon for October and Felix Bautista. Right. So and they, and obviously their rotation is not particularly good. So I, you know, I look at the Rays and how banged up they are in, in their mm-hmm. rotation. And obviously the, you know, the Wander situation and everything that's going on right. there. And Minnesota, um, the Blue Jays yeah. just can't get out of their own way right now. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is, I mean, if it wasn't for the AL Central, they would be on the outside looking in right now. Right. Um. Yeah. So you know, I I think really 
it's probably going to be an AOS team that makes mm-hmm. it to the World Series, whether it's the Mariners, whether it's the Astros, whether it's the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers right now, I mean, so many things were going well for them. I mean, Travis Jankowski, for Pete's sake, was like a 120 WRC plus guy this year. Like that guy, he couldn't even make it for two weeks on the Mariners last year in the Mets. Like, yeah. you know, there are just so many things have gone well for them. Aside from the injuries, now the injuries are starting to mount up, but also some of their guys that have been off to just career years this year are starting to regress a little bit, and we're starting to see what the result of that is. And the Astros this year, they're they're not world beaters. They're still really good, and obviously they have the pedigree. And, and so, they're, they're, they also could be a team. I mean, I think of like there have been a couple of years where a team full of veterans who've been there, done that, once yeah. they get into the show, again, to the playoffs – you know, yeah. the, the three most obvious or the four most obvious examples would be the 2000 Yankees, the 06 Cardinals, the mm-hmm. 2011 Cardinals and the 2014 Giants are all teams that were filled with players who had been there, done that. And while they had subpar regular season. All right, mm-hmm. now let, let's turn on a switch. And it would not stun me to see the Astros, you know, make it as a wild card team as a 92 win team. And then suddenly we wake up and they're in the World Series again. Yeah, if you ask me out of all these teams uh, that the Mariners could see in October, who scares me the most? It's still the Astros. Yeah. And it's it's not the Rangers. It's 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 for all the reasons that you just listed. Um it's still the Astros because they still have an incredibly talented roster even though that is not as good as last year's. They still have an incredibly talented roster with guys that have been there, done that. Um they're a smart team, right? And yeah. and that's that's difficult to to overcome no matter what. And that's and even though the, the Mariners have had great success against them this year, they're what eight and two against them seven and two against them mm-hmm. right now uh on the air they um they're still going to be a tough out once right. we get to october so if i'm um, a mariners fan i'm rooting for the blue jays to to catch the astros for that wild card um by the way as we're recording this right now the astros seem to have recovered from losing that no hitter in the ninth or yeah. that in, because right now they're being they're beating Detroit They're being the absolute nothing. par out of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is really uh oh boy. I yeah. I've if you're a tiger, this if there's any game that is screaming that a reserve infielder is going to be pitching the ninth, it's uh this game going on right now in Detroit. Which by the way, I stand by. Um, teams should have the right to just say we're done. Yeah. I mean, or ask the other teams, say we're, we're done. Are you done? Because bringing in your middle infielder to pitch is saying you're done. And there's a possibility the dude could hurt himself because he's not a pitcher, even if he's just sort of lobbing up batting practice. And Mm. at that point, I mean, and I will say this again, a home run hit off a position player shouldn't count as a home run. That should count as a single. I'm sorry. That's at that point. It's just sort of like you put a little X in the in the scorebook. I, I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm losing my mind a little bit here, but like it used to be fun. Every like three times a year, a position player would pitch, and now it's strategy. You know, I just I'm not I'm not for it. Um, you answered a question I actually had written down there is which team you're most afraid of, and it's and I think for the entire American League, it has to be Houston. I mean, yeah, this is Houston. And, I mean, and they're, by, they're still the target, right? Like right. they have the target on their back. They're the yeah. defending champs. So yeah. By the way, Oriole fans who hated me for saying when I said that they were they should have put a prospect or two up. They have an incredibly deep farm system. They should have put a prospect or two up to bring in a frontline starter 
to their rotation. And they all said, no, no, you don't want to, they're going to be winning a bunch of years in a row. First of all, uh, we've learned from Fredo Angelos that he is all the intentions of breaking this team up. So this might be their best chance ever to win. But now you're seeing if they don't, if they have an okay, but not great rotation and now their bullpen has taken a big stub to the toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden this great year, uh, this could be one of those years where it's like, yeah, you had a great regular season. You got thumped in the postseason. If you don't believe me, remember the storied history of the 2019 Twins? Of course you don't. They won 100 games, hit more home runs than any team in the history of baseball. And nobody outside of Edina, Minnesota, remembers one game that they played. So you got to go for it when you have the chance. And and right now, look, at if, if I were a betting man, I would still bet on the Astros to win the pennant for all the reasons we just said. But the Mariners look good. Mm-hmm. They look good. And I don't believe in all of that. I don't, I don't believe in the burnout of momentum. I think that you could still, you know, yeah. momentum is in a pizza. It could still, it can still keep going. Yeah. Well, they're about to get a great heat check in the month of September because it's not just what's going on at the end of the year. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, they also have a series against the Rays. They have a series against the Reds. They have a series against the Dodgers. They're going to play some really good teams in the month of September. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. But the thing that I really look towards here is September 22nd, 23rd. I can't remember exactly what day it is, but they uh, they play the Rangers and then they play the Astros and then they finish the season against the Rangers. So basically yep. the playoffs start for them on September 22nd or 23rd, when it, whenever it is. And so, yeah. That's it's gonna, gonna be, be that's gonna take years off of my life. It's gonna be fun. Years. I demand lots of crossovers with Lockdown Mariners and Lockdown <laughs> Rangers and Lockdown Astros because everyone gets along. Everyone's fun, but uh, and there's nothing but love. Nothing but love. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And you, I may need to be there, kind of like a marriage counselor mm-hmm, uh, sure. between you know. Um, although I, I make no bones about it. I know I'm. I, uh, I am objective, but I'm not necessarily impartial. I want the Mariners in the World Series. I do. They're the mm-hmm. only franchise not to go to the World Series. Uh, go Cougs. I'm a Washington State grad. I have a, I have a lot of fondness for the Pacific Northwest. And there you go. And with that, uh, I'm going to throw out today's trivia question, which is Mariner-related. And Ty, Dane, Gonzalez, you cannot answer this for everyone else to post right down here in the YouTube comments or on lockdown. It'll be pods on Twitter and Instagram, Sully baseball on Twitter and Instagram. The question is this, the Mariners do not have a, a storied postseason history. However, two times they've advanced in the playoffs happened when the division series ended, when a future hall of famer came home to score on a walk-off hit. We all remember Ken Griffey Jr. running home on the Edgar Martinez double in 1995. Who is the other future Hall of Famer who scored the Division Series clinching walk-off run? Who was it? One other player who was a Mariner who went to the Hall of Fame scored. Ken Griffey Jr. was one. Who was the other? That's a trivia question. And I know a couple of you are going to get it. I know Ty Ty Day Gonzalez was just nodding. I have a feeling he knows who it is, too. Uh, Ty, thanks for joining the show. Tell people where they can listen to the show for the 
2023 World Series champion Seattle Mariners. That sounds great. That sounds really good. Thank you so much, uh, Sully, for having me on, first of all. And uh, yeah, you can catch the show on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, just like Locked On MLB. You can follow me on Twitter over at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. You can also follow the show over at L-O underscore Mariners on Twitter as well. Um, and with the show, we post you know five days a week like locked on MLB. Some sometimes we do uh, post game shows as well, so you might get more shows a week depending on how well the Mariners are doing. So yeah, check us out. All right. Well, talking about the Trident bunch who could be playing deep into October, which we did not think was going to be the case even in mid-August. This has been a locked on MLB, locked on. I almost said Diamondbacks. (laughs) Locked on Mariners crossover. He's Ty Dan Gonzalez. I'm your pal Sully.